That's right. It's time for the weekly review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Now, whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast just may be for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me as always is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today, and have you done your weekly review, or as you like to call it, your meow? Meow. Um, Hi, James. I'm doing really good. However, I am a sad kitty today because I got all distracted from doing a meow um, with many other little and not so little tasks and activities. But um, so no. How about you, James? I um, I did not do a meow. Um, I did not do a weekly review. I did do a, um, I did get some things accomplished, but um, the, you know, it's, it is one of those things where the long, like I don't know, has it been seven years since I've done one? Um, a lot. It's been a while. <laughs> like it grows in your head as this big thing, and you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to. De- I I think. I might not, I'm not a fan of like declaring OmniFocus bankruptcy because, you know, there is a lot of information in that trusted system. I think I may declare active project bankruptcy and just say everything in OmniFocus is currently a someday maybe and Mm -hmm. new, new projects come on the list and maybe I'll pull old projects in, but any, anything that's been sitting in there this log without a review, could it be that urgent? Because um, <laughs> probably I would have noticed. Um, and then, um, yeah, so I think I think maybe will I be able to do that in the next week? No, it'll probably be in two weeks that I do the, the <laughs> that I. But no, that's being realistic. Um, no, no, I'm I'm I, I'm like that that you are. Uh, being realistic so uh, and I think that's a good strategy to pick something to you know pick a category of something and put it in another category is going to free up a lot of mental uh, stagnation absolutely and and the funny thing is, it's not like we haven't even talked about doing that. We've talked about doing that months ago, and I haven't <laughs> even done that. So, um, But the other thing is, we also talked about how 2022, I've just been feel like, I don't know if it was illness, the blot, like just, I, mm-hmm. I'm feeling a lot better. I'm feeling like I have better energy than I have for the first half of the year. Um, so hopefully that'll that'll continue, um, and so uh, hopefully put some stuff into action. Um, now let's talk about weekly to do. Oh wait, yeah, because you talk. Yeah, you didn't do your meow. Yeah, let's talk about weekly to dos. The weekly to do, yeah, the weekly to do. Gene and James are working. To do. 
So, Jean, you had a secret weekly to do last week. <laughs> I did have a secret weekly to do. Um, <laughs> for for those new to the podcast, that just means I couldn't think of one while we were recording. It's not a secret. It was like an unknown weekly to do, even to myself. But now, it is. Uh, I am ready to reveal that I sent a card to my father for Father's Day. Oh, very nice. And in time that he will probably get it by Father's Day. Even better. Yeah. So I was actually quite proud of myself because (laughs) um, it is a thing that I put off. And then what ends up happening is like a day or two before a holiday, I'll just order candy from Amazon and ship that to him. (laughs) And so I know that he doesn't really... He loves candy. I mean, he loves certain kind of candies. But he, um, I think he can always buy his own dang candy that he loves, but he doesn't get a card, handwritten card in the mail from his number one daughter um, every day. And I wanted to do that. So I did. Excellent. Well, congratulations on your secret weekly to do. We'll all keep it a secret until Father's Day also. <laughs> okay. So that Thank you. Um so we don't spoil the surprise um that he's yeah. getting a card. Um and my weekly to do was after dub dub week to kind of just get the house back in order. And I did. So I'm happy Good. about that. It feels a lot better. Um and uh my weekly to-do for next week is going to be... What is it? Uh, you know, I... <laughs> is it a secret? <laughs> no. I, I know I just said it'll probably be two weeks. I am going to take a first pass at putting some active projects on my review list by next week. Okay. It might not be complete, but no. I'll have a couple things on there that it's so yeah. That's I'm going to commit can, to can, doing that. Okay, can I say can I make a suggestion? Yes. I think you should say your weekly to do is to take one project that's in the active pile and put it into someday maybe. Oh, I see. Whereas my my theory was that I, everything that's currently in the active pile is automatically in someday maybe. Oh. And then I just... Are you going to do that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's almost... I don't know how to... That's the thing is, it's not so much the the conceptual. It's the what, how do I, what am I going to do in the tool to make that obvious? Um, oh, I think yeah. I just take almost everything and mark it as like inactive, like pending. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then they're still there. I can see them, but I'm not. Uh, that's what I'll do. Okay, that's a good plan. Okay, done. That sounds like it, it's a plan with you know that has some edges to it. So yes, you, you can feel like you got it done. It's a smart um, goal, Gene. It's, it's measurable. It's goal. timely. <laughs> it has all the letters. Well, my weekly to do for next week um as you may remember uh the weekly 
review, HR department has decreed that on the week of your birthday, your weekly to-do is enjoy your birthday. That is so true. My <laughs> mine is coming up, and I am going to enjoy it, and I'm not going to try to become some kind of overachiever doing a weekly to-do in birthday week because... You know, HR, if they see that you're not really using that's true. the perk, they might take it away. They crack down. It's I don't even it's just the two of us and yet the HR department still is interfering. I don't understand, but <laughs> it's amazing. But it's it's yeah. I don't know how it works. But yes. So happy birthday, Jean, first of all. Thank you. And I'm uh, looking forward to it. And uh I I would point out that every year because of my birthday, I forget about Father's Day, which is, which is kind of sad because there would be no birthday if it weren't for my father. That's and, true. And uh, I was born on Father's Day Eve, on uh, the night before Father's Day, and so, but uh, somehow I guess my whole life I have looked at it like my holiday weekend and or whatever my birthday is the big thing happening and i'm trying to be more <laughs> attentive to the fact that my father also deserves to be celebrated excellent well uh i'm i'm glad that sounds like a a good a good approach to take um and what a nice uh, father's day uh, arrival you were for for your dad Mm-hmm. Yeah, a few, I was. A I few was years back. One. That's awesome. A few years back, yes. Um, but he was, uh, I was the, f the first kid in my family. So you could say without me, there wouldn't have been a Father's Day, but that would have just been that year. <laughs> That's right. But, you know, you did, you just, you did arrive in the nick of time. Um, That's true. To, <laughs> he would have missed out on one Father's Day that he could have had. If you were just a little <laughs> bit later. So good work, Jean. Thank you. Um, excellent. So I thought today uh, we would talk about um, something that occurred to me. Maybe it's because last week was Dub Dub Week and, you know, thinking about code and technology and stuff. But, of course, that's mm -hmm. kind of what I do for a living anyway. Um, it was really I was thinking about some uh, – code i've seen over the years client code you know um working mm -hmm. with different companies different organizations and there's this concept called technical debt and i don't know if you're familiar yes. with technical debt it's not exactly like real debt like you know you spent like you you owe people money the notion with technical <laughs> debt if you're not familiar is you know it it usually happens you're going along and then you have to ship your product and there's a deadline and there are things that are not quite working right and you're in a hurry so you fix things in the most expedient way possible which may not be the like the cleanest most well organized code it's like i got to get this done now boom um and then it's stuff that you think I'm going to go back and clean that up later. Um, mm -hmm. At least that's how you, you talk yourself into putting that code. You know, we'll go back and we'll 
we'll fix the names so it's not called variable one, variable two, variable. We'll put it better. We'll 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 call this something else. We'll we'll factor this out so that we didn't just copy and paste the same bit of code ten times in ten different places because doing it the other way for some reason would have all of those kind of things that are not optimal. Um, mm -hmm. But then, like, what happens is that can build up over time. Um, mm -hmm. And so I was uh, working with a client once, and um, the, like, I had to work on something to do with, like, logging into their app because um, they're redoing mm -hmm. that. And, you know, so a lot of stuff tends to happen when an app starts up, like, you know, you're calling out to this framework that does analytics and this framework does this thing. And this, like you have to initialize all this. Like there's a lot that happens. Um, and over time, this process in this app was incredibly convoluted. Like where to do, like it took me days just to figure out where to make the changes that I like that I needed to make without fouling everything up. Um, mm -hmm. And it's kind of like it it's the sort of thing where um, it's there. It's really complicated and ugly. It could probably be simplified and cleaned up, but it works. And it's not like anybody's downloading your app because it logs in correctly, right? So in, in, like that's like, like you just assume that's gonna work. So the fact that it's working and not broken means there's not a lot of incentive to, to address it because it's working and there's stuff your customers want um, that's, because they don't see the login code, um, that, that you could be working on to improve, you know, the features in your app. Um, so that technical debt kind of sits there and accumulates because there's never a good push or a good reason. You can always find a way to jimmy in another little thing to get this done or that done. And that's technical debt. And the, the thought occurred to me that, like, that happens in real life, too. Like, <laughs> like, you, like you come home, maybe... You come home from a trip and you have like some souvenirs, but you don't quite know what you're going to do with them or put them. So you kind of put them on the bed in the guest room and then maybe go on a couple other trips. And now suddenly your guest room is really the bed full of souvenirs room. Um, and over time and, and, you know, and now I don't have a guest room. I have a room full of crap. Um and stuff, and usually it's because you know you you went on the trip, but now you're on to the next thing in life because you got to catch up, and so you don't really. Um, but just over a period of years and decades, that kind of I don't even what you call it lifestyle debt. It's not again. It's not. <laughs> it's not technical debt, but it's it's. But it's the same idea. It's the same it's idea. Mm -hmm. things are not the way you want them but they stay that way because you just haven't taken the time and energy to dig in and figure out what to do about it and day to day for the most part you know 
you it's not yeah constantly annoying you it's occasionally you're like oh that's i wish i wish that wasn't like that in my life but it is and i don't have time to deal with it now i'll get and um so it occurred to me like oh sorry go ahead go ahead no you know what comes to mind for me um that we talked about a lot i talked about a lot is I had that box of old physical mail that had gotten moved from my last apartment to this apartment. It wasn't a huge box. It was like stuff that I just hadn't opened yet. And it got into a little pile. And then I thought, let me just put it in a box for right now. For right now is probably like <laughs> whatever the Latin equivalent of for right now is like the Latin slogan of technical debt. <laughs> it's like, it'll be fine for right now um and you know it took me uh many attempts uh, and weeks and i was like talking about it ad infinitum and on this podcast when it was a thing that really wouldn't take a whole week never mind like week after week putting it off but you know also new mail comes in absolutely you've got to watch out for that um but, but that was just a special box of old mail um, that uh, I did finally take care of. Although I did just notice that the last step in my plan was when I got all the mail done, I was going to open the Christmas cards people sent me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was going to send them cards. Okay, it's June. Um, I might still do that. But I, I I managed to put the pile in in out of any line of sight um, on like a little stretcher f- uh, shelf on a coffee table where you don't look. So okay, that's my week after this week's weekly to do. <laughs> and um... but it's still the same damn box. I mean, literally that that project of, of organizational debt um, has not been paid off. That's what it is. Organizational debt. That's a great way to, that's a great phrase. Uh, yes. So. I'm in deep organizational debt. <laughs> I think there might be, like since we started this podcast where my whole house was an inbox, there, yes. there may now, there may now be like entire square footage in my house that is not an inbox, like, <laughs> like maybe ten, ten square feet somewhere. That's, that's not an inbox. <laughs> I still have a lot of inbox. Um, yeah. But regardless, so, so that got me thinking, which is that like. Technical debt drives me crazy. Like, mm-hmm. like I really don't like it in my own personal projects. I don't like it. I mean, I'll live with it if, a, you know, if an employer or a client has it. You know, you have to work with what's there, but you're always trying to get rid of it. Um, <coughs> I don't know if I have the exact same attitude about organizational debt. Like I seem to put up with a lot of it. Um, yeah, 
I, I obviously don't have, uh, you know, technical debt I'm not so familiar with, like, in my own work. I mean, it's definitely there. Like, I've been thinking since we started talking about this topic of, like, where do I experience some of that um, s- that software developers, um, you know, n- know all too well. But you know what? I don't like debt debt. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I mean, it's not been my whole life, but once I got on the wagon of, like, not carrying interest-bearing credit card debt, for example, I now the thought of doing it again is very makes me you know just gives me hives. Um, so I don't like that kind of debt. I don't. I try to keep that kind of debt out of my life. But but organizational debt, maybe if I think of it, start thinking of it the same way, um, and think about where the the costs the the kind of hidden costs of, um, you know, what did they say? Uh, you know, borrowing from Peter to pay Paul. Yes. You know, um, borrowing some time that you could be doing, getting, you know, say some documentation really fleshed out. That's Documentation is an area where I do uh, work and where I do know that, I have a lot of debt, um, especially when I think about new things on micro.blog that I'm like, okay, uh, I'm going to be writing a help article for that, and then I haven't done it. So until somebody asks me a question, and then I have to write it. Um, but wouldn't it be much, you know, there's such a great payoff to having it, having no debt in that category because then it's not just one person who has to get up the momentum or the anger to write to you and say what I don't know how to do this you every anybody who wants to know can look it up in the help (laughs) that's very true um so it it the funny thing is that um when I first started using OmniFocus which is that is what led me into uh, getting things done, which is what led us into this podcast. My thought was that, especially after leaving Apple, kind of if if it doesn't exist in the bug tracking system, it doesn't exist, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need a similar sort of thing for things I'm tracking in my life, which led me to OmniFocus. Um, mm-hmm. But then it's like, why haven't why haven't I made that connection about organizational debt and technical debt before and why why haven't i been thinking about the two things in a similar way and it's been years um like why is this just a sudden revelation to me um but i'm wondering if if making that connection will help me help motivate me to to bang away at some more organizational debt I mean, because it's not like I've mm-hmm. not done any. I mean, you know. No. At worst, I'm treading water, though. But um, at best, I should say I'm treading water. But um, I definitely don't think about it <laughs> the same way. But now I do. So um, that might be a good thing. Yeah. Is there any pithy uh, little aphorism or quote or acronym you can put on a post-it note. 
in front of where you'll see it every day to remind you to just think about organizational debt? Um, just maybe a, a side that says this place is an effing mess. Maybe that, <laughs> I think that might do it. Okay. Um, I don't know if that would do it, but um, no. But um, um, I, yeah, that's a good idea to to have something that that makes you would make me focus a little more on that. Um, and maybe if I had like a concrete goal besides just get things organized like not get yeah. not get this thing organized and get this piece organized but but like like a reason to get things organized just beyond it's nicer that way yeah i mean it's a whole other ta- tangent that we could um go on but um the whole concept of technical debt you know there's a tension in it because the fact is that everything can't be done you can't do everything and everything can't be perfect so there's always going to be trade-offs um in this kind of you know plan that and so i mean i don't know i'm thinking about just for myself maybe I'll, i'll make a little this is where I'll like put in a little reminder and do to pop up every so often. Right. And and I can just check it off and like and maybe three days later or a week later it says again, Hey, you know, don't forget about this until it it annoys me enough that I just delete it. But it does that's one way I because I, I do tend to let things slip through the cracks in my brain, which are, are are many and and quite wide if i don't for something like that which is not a task it's exactly it's but it's like i want to i want to focus on this more well you have to remember that it even exists so yes exactly um can i tell you a fun fact about technical debt absolutely Uh, the uh the the origin of the term um, is attributed to a man named Ward Cunningham, who is also the inventor of the wiki and many other cool things. And Ward Cunningham and I spoke on the same like uh, stage. We were both speakers during an Ignite Portland, so one of those... Um, events where people present five-minute speeches. Okay. And his speech was not about technical debt (laughs) or wiki or anything. He talked about becoming a bicycle commuter in Portland. And it was fascinating. And it was five minutes. And then after the the show was over, which was in this big auditorium and actually quite popular, and you felt kind of famous, and he is famous, um, we, we speakers went, to the bar and he and I had drinks together so I feel like he's a pal of mine even though that was 10 years ago (laughs) very nice man very nice man oh that's excellent yeah um he invented the wiki that's pretty wild well I guess somebody had to um (laughs) 
I think he also is like one of the originators of agile, you know. Oh yes, I'm familiar with agile. Yeah, so uh, we should put a link in the show notes to him, and maybe if I can find his talk, I probably can um, on YouTube. I'll, I'll give you a link for that too. Nice. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, that sounds like a uh, a fantastic thing. And um, technical, yeah, generally we, well, like you said, there's no way you can always, you can get everything accomplished. And so one way to not get things like to have is just to pare down the number of things you need to get accomplished, right? Mm-hmm. Um get less souvenirs to put on your bed um i mean um yeah I, I, let's let's roll that into another topic at some point because i would like to talk about you know the competing uh forces of wanting to do stuff and do it right and also wanting to not always be doing stuff yes um, that sounds fantastic. Um, well, that was kind of the, the the epiphany that I had was linking organizational debt, and thank you for that term. That I'm going to think of it in those terms, to technical debt. Um, that was kind of what I had this week. Do you have anything else on the topic, or shall we wrap things up? Let's wrap them up. All right. Well, then it's time to wrap up this episode and get back to making links between uh, related concepts that for some reason we never made links between before. Um, If you have examples of technical debt or organizational debt, we would love to hear from you. Um, You can find us on the Internet at the weekly at the weekly review.fm on micro.blog and twitter we are at the weekly review and of course you can always email us at say hello at the weekly review.fm um it would also be great if you would rate or review the podcast uh helps new listeners find us helps us find new listeners and it always makes us smile to hear from you in any way shape or form thanks for listening and we'll see you at the next weekly review thanks some things you want to get done and still enjoy a bit of organizational fun there's a lot of things you can